I've been a wild rover for many years. I spent all my money on whiskey and beer. What's up? Welcome to the Danny Picard Show, Tuesday, March 17th, 2015. Happy St. Patrick's Day. You know, for all the people that celebrated on Sunday and made a fucking mess of my neighborhood, well, you should know that St. Patrick's Day is actually today. And on this special St. Patrick's Day edition, from the Beantown Athletic Studios in Dorchester, Massachusetts, I sit next to the one and only, while wearing beads around his neck, green beads around his neck for St. Patrick's Day, he is Ryan Whitney. Whit, welcome back to the States, or should I call you Obama? Welcome back to the States, my friend. No, call me O. Whitney today. Oh Whitney. Oh Whitney today, but and, Obama uh, every other day. You know, that isn't, that, me calling you Obama, for the people that might, you know, take that the wrong way right away, <laughs> let's clarify what that means. You played in Russia, professional hockey in Russia, in Sochi. You just returned. Uh, obviously, we know you, play, you had played in the NHL previously. Um, but when you were in Russia, your coaches called you Obama. That was your nickname over there. Yep, it was always... And it was usually a, what the fuck, Obama? Because I was messing up something. So it added even more humor to it. And the other American guy on my team would just shake his head. He's like, God, I'm glad I'm not Obama. You can take that one. <laughs> yeah. I've, has it stuck? Because I tried to get some people no, to no. make it stick. But you know what? I haven't seen my buddies too much. I've been traveling yeah. a little bit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, today when I see him, let's hope it's not uh, grab me a green beer, Obama. Uh, what do you think of the studio? We've had you on a couple times now over the Skype phone line. And it's funny because you sounded much more clear over the Skype phone line than you do in studio with me now. That's not a knock on you. I think that's that's just trying that's to how that's, good. that's how good Skype to Skype is when yeah. you're in Russia. But what do you think? The studio, what do you think? Oh, it's beautiful. Perfect, perfect size. Uh we get the beats by Dre headphones. Oh, yeah. Dre's Dre's the, a big fan. The big time microphones, the Apple computers feels we're just very professional in here. We get the bobbleheads going. We need a Whitney bobblehead. You, you said you don't have one. No, there's no Whitney bobblehead. You, you think never, there is, though. You think I there would be. I might have had one in the minors, but even then, um, I, I, nothing to write home about bobblehead-wise. All I right. got nothing. All right. So you don't know there was no uh, Ryan Whitney Obama bobblehead night in Russia. Was it worth it going over there? Yeah, it was good. It was. Uh, I'm glad. I, you know, Being home now, I'm... I'm like, oh, I'm glad I'm went, I went. You know, it was tough mm-hmm. when I, tough when you're there a little bit, but it was definitely worth it. Good hockey, good experience, something I'll for sure never forget. No matter how bad my memory gets, I will not forget some of Russia. But um, <laughs> it's it was good. Good to be back. Though. Uh, what's the what's the plan now? Yeah, so you're gonna be home here obviously all summer. But what's the plan for your hockey career moving forward? Do you have one? Or are you just sort of taking it day by day and just you know you get home and. And, you know, you, you forget about it for a little bit. What's the plan? Yeah, that's it right now. Um, you know, uh, all, even all European leagues are still in the playoffs. Mm. Uh, Russia starts playoffs a little early, and then all the teams over here aren't even in playoffs. So right now there's nothing new, just uh, training a little bit, hanging out, good to be home, and kind of not even thinking about it. But I'm sure once, you know, May begins to roll around, uh, you got to start thinking about it again. What happened in the playoffs over there? Because last time we talked to you, you were about, you just got into the playoffs, and you had to win a game to get in, right? Yeah. And you won that game, you get into the playoffs, and you have a best of seven series in the first round. What happened? Yeah, we best of seven series versus Seska uh, Red Army. So that's, mm-hmm. you've been, I'm sure you've been hearing a lot about Red Army lately. And you said there. Radulov is on that team. Yeah, Radulov's on that team. Um, guy, a couple of guys will play in the NHL. Some very uh, good players, and they put a beating on us. But it wasn't, you know, I think their payroll's 200 or 2 billion rubles, and our mm. payroll was 300 million rubles. So it wasn't too much of a surprise. Well, let me ask you this. Because, uh, you know, we're going to get into some NHL talk here, as well as some other things at, while we have you in studio. But uh, let me ask you this. I mean, is is that is the NHL still on your mind with regards to your, your playing career and playing future? Um, I mean, maybe a little bit, but, I mean, it's not, it's not like I'm, you know, 
planning on being in the NHL next year. You know, if something came up where a team wanted to bring me to camp, it'd be great. You know, I have no idea. Well, this but, is your forum to speak to the people. Yeah, well, you know? come on. Bring me, bring me there in we go. for camp. But, we'll, I mean, we'll get it going. We'll get, I don't think we'll te- get it started. <laughs> teams aren't thinking about camps yet. They're just trying to grind it into the playoffs or finish the year off in, a, in the best way possible. But for me, whatever comes, comes. Yeah. How much are you watching NHL right now? I watch a lot of NHL. I... Uh, Every every night I'm watching games. Um, I, I love it. I mean, I love. I I I wonder if I love it more so because I know a lot of a lot of my friends are playing. So mm-hmm. each time I watch a game, it feels like I at least know one guy. So it's cool to see them. And when all my friends are out of the league, will I still love the watch the NHL as much? I think yes, but uh, right now it's great. You know, you catch all the games. NHL Network's got the you know NHL on the fly, so I know what's going on. You rooting for anybody in particular more than someone else? Play a team. I, I I I really root hard for St. Louis. Um, I went I went to uh, camp there yep. two years in a row. I met uh, got some buddies on the team, and then the guys I didn't know going in. I you know got great great group of guys there. They've had such good teams a couple years in a row, and they've lost to you know L.A. and Chicago. So I root for St. Louis. All right. No Bruins. The Bruins. You know, Bruins. I like the, yeah, uh, the St. Louis. Is my Western team. Bruins Western are my Eastern Conference team. Do the Bruins have a shot? Of winning the cup, I'd say no. They're going to get into the playoff. Do yeah. they have a shot at winning the cup? I mean, once you get in, yeah. anyone has a shot, especially when you get Tuca. So, no, I shouldn't have said they don't have a shot, but it's a, it's slim. I mean, they lost their second, you know, one of their top defensemen this season didn't replace him, and they lost the 30-goal score, didn't replace him. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? What'd you think of, what, what did you think of Boychuk's new contract with the Islanders. And what did you think of the Bruins? I mean, you mentioned one of the top defensemen. I hated the trade. Yep. When you think back at that, I mean, it still makes no sense. Um, I, I guess I'm, I'm not surprised with the contract Boychuk received, but at the same time, when I look back at, at you know, maybe what he would have got with the Bruins, I don't know if he was still with the Bees. You wonder if, if he would have stayed for a little less, or you wonder if they would have let him walk. I still would have... Taken, I would have said, hey, you know what? Let him walk, but let's take a shot this year with, with keeping around one of our top defensemen. And I think that his absence has affected them defensively this season. So uh, what did you think of the Boychuk contract? And then going back, what did you originally think of that trade? It's funny because the contract, it doesn't, it's such a different story coming from, from the Islanders because he didn't, he didn't play power play in Boston. So, like, he got to, he got to the Islanders and... I think he's got 30 points, if not more at this point. So UFA, market value, guy who hits, plays the power play, he's, you know, he's getting $6 million, You know, I, yeah. think, I think being seven years was a surprise. Uh, I think, you know, he's already, I think he's 32 years old. It's a so big contract. It's a big contract that the Islanders get hit on if he ever were to retire because, mm. uh, you know, then it still counts towards the cap. But um, I think – you know, it's just he was such a different player here than than he is there. I mean, he had that physical edge here, but you never saw the offensive part. And you saw the big shot from the shot point. Shot the shot, but you never you never really saw him like running the power play or anything like mm-hmm. that. No. Now he is, and it's he's proven he can do it, and he's proven that he's you know probably worth it. I mean, he's he was going to get that money UFA from someone, so it's yeah. uh, I don't know if the Bruins the Bruins never could have given no. Him that. I mean, it wasn't going to be here. I mean, the Bruins just dished out. But they should have tried to win with him this year. Exactly. Like, That's what I say. They should have tried to win this it's a year. Small window. With why is it that window though? Because of Zdeno Chara. Because it's because of Chara, and you know, yeah, I mean. Even Bergeron's, what, 30? So, I mean, he's got three, four real good years up. But it's not – yeah, Chara's – when Chara's done, they're, they're looking at – I mean, Hamilton's a great player, but he's kind of their force right now. When he's done, it's going to be a different, different team. Mm-hmm. Hamilton's still improving. He still makes yeah. mistakes with the puck, but he's still a young kid. But he's uh, real young. He's real he's young. Really young. Um, so, but, like again, him. he's somebody that they have to lock up. The, the Riley Smith contract to me is a little crazy. I mean, to, to – you can look around the league and say, well, this is what a certain guy's worth. They're trying to convince us that Riley Smith is worth three and a half mil um, for the next couple of years. And, and I, don't, I don't think he is. Uh, you know, they gave uh, Tory Krug and Riley Smith these two contracts. I think if you're the Bruins, given the cap situation that you're in, which is very tight, you needed to look at it and say, well, we can only give one of these two guys three and a half mil next season. I would have given it to Tory Krug over Riley Smith any day of the week. Well, they gave Riley Smith three and a half mil as well. Puts him in a tight spot, especially knowing they have other moves to make. But let's say the Bruins don't have a shot this year, which I don't think they do. They'll get in, but I don't think they'll win a cup. 
I think next year they have the ability to make a couple minor moves to get them right back in that hunt. I think the moves need to be defensively. But also, you brought they brought in a kid like Brett Conley, um, who was taken pretty high in that 2010 first round, which is a very good first round. Hall, Sagan, uh, Tarasenko was taken late in that first round. You look at um, Johansson was taken, Skinner. Uh, Kevin Hayes was taken 25th yeah. overall in that draft in the first round. That was a good first round. You know anything about Brett Conley or, 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 or what he brings to the table and what he could bring to the table for the Bruins? I know that like, coming out of junior, he's dynamic and um, real skilled, great vision, fast. You know, bigger kid. I wouldn't say he's heavy, but he's a tall, pretty tall kid, maybe 6'1", yeah. 6'2". Six, six, yeah, I think he's 6'2". So I think there's a lot of skill there um, that maybe – he didn't get the chance to kind of show in Tampa. They had a lot of young guys that I think Tampa liked a little bit more than him. So I actually, that trade, it's interesting because he could be like really good. I love it. He could be I like really it. good. You know, it's one of those trades no one really saw coming. And with the, with upside, when you're, hit, when you're picked that high, there's upside no matter what. So uh, it's unfortunate what happened with his finger. That's, mm. that's just such shitty luck. But it'll be good. It'll be interesting to see what he does when he comes back. Yeah, I'm, I think that was for next year anyways. I also think the Talbot trade was for next year. You know, this is a type of guy that, you know, he's on a contract next year for cheap. Um, he's a good player. I mean, he makes a lot of good that decisions trade. with the puck. Uh, you know, I, I don't look at him as a liability in, in any sense of the word when he's on the ice. And obviously he's a guy who, who can be a leader in that room, which I, I think the Bruins were lacking. You know, when you get rid of Boychuk, and even we talked about how I felt about Sean Thornton in, in this room. I think they, I think they lacked that. But uh, the getting away from the Bruins for right now, some other teams have made moves. Keith Yandel goes yep. to the Rangers. You know, yep. he's closer to home. I think this is a, a great opportunity for him. You know, look, it, he wanted to be closer to home, wanted to play closer to home. And you can make the argument whether or not playing in Boston would be a good or a bad thing for him. And let me ask you this. Would playing in Boston have been a a bad thing for him ultimately? I, I can't I don't think you could answer it. The only thing that the only reason I, I wanna lean towards yes is just because every single game you have thirty people calling you for tickets mm. and stuff, but in the end you're home too. And if you have success being playing in your hometown, I mean nothing would beat that. So it's really you can't say yes or no until if he ever had come here. Um, I think he would have done great here. Uh, I think it just would have been maybe tough. Because all of a sudden, if you're playing... It's a different dynamic. And then all summer you're here. Playing in your backyard. And all summer you're here, and then you're getting... That's, that's what would suck, is that all summer, everywhere you go, you know, Bruins are popular here. People are hey, can I get a picture, can I get an autograph? Whereas when he's home now, no one, you know, mm-hmm. no one really... No, people recognize him, but not like it, it would be if he was on the Bruins. So, yeah. I think I think it's a great spot. I'm so happy to get to watch him on Eastern Standard Time That's on awesome, national TV all the time with the Rangers, and they could win a cup. I mean, that would be so cool. So he adds a lot to their team. Yeah, he does. And and when you see the Rangers, because look, the Coyotes are never on TV. No. At least I don't have any Thank type God. of NHL Thank package. God. I know, but you know, now that he's on TV a lot, I think people notice this. Just when he skates, it it jumps off the screen. Yeah. Right, he's such a good skater, and you know the Rangers right now. I think they're trying to figure out what's wrong with St. Louis. He hurt his knee the other night. Bad. I don't. Yeah. I don't actually know. No, what fourteen the days. They said was it fourteen 10 days? To fourteen. All days. right, so that's better than what it looked like because yeah. that didn't. But look they got good. Klein out. But and, they and Klein was playing with Keith. Yeah, uh, he's out for I think a month. So Keith's going to play a little more minutes and. They, I mean, they got a good team. They just got to figure it out going what they're going to do and what their partners will be in. Life. Look, they got ninety-five points. Cam yeah. Talbot net. I know. I mean, I know. they're not even playing with Lundqvist. I just think it's funny if they were to ever lose like the first two games in the first round. Like, are they all of a sudden playing Talbot game three? Like, I know. Um, well, what are they going to do? Watch this. Watch this right. year. The King get get pulled in the playoffs. You're, you're, the King. You're you've been there. You're a defenseman. Uh, you've been on some good teams. Let's say you're a defenseman in this type of situation, and Talbot takes rides you. Let's say Talbot because they don't know about Lundqvist yet. Right, there's still some questions as to when he can return. Let's say they ride Talbot, and you know, last week of the season, couple weeks into the season, I used. Do you want to stick as a defenseman on that team? Would you want to stick with Talbot, or are you going back to Lundqvist? No, you got to go back to him right away because he's top, you know, two or three in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you ha- have to go back to him. Um, he's proved it before in the playoffs. Went to the finals, last, you know, last year. So you have to go back to him. I'm just saying. If you know they're they're in it to win it this year, they they mortgage their future 
to get guys, you know, to bring in Keith to try to win the cup. And so if you lose the first two games of the first or second round and you have this kid who went like 14 and one when he played when Lundquist was out, I mean, it's going to, and you know, New York media, it'll start getting brought up to pull the King. And it would just be a crazy scenario if that, if that happened. Yeah, it would. Um, Speaking with Ryan Whitney, he joins me in studio today in this St. Patrick's Day edition of the Danny Picard show. Speaking of goalies, Florida Panthers having goalie tryouts. And my question is, what the fuck is that all about? I don't even understand it. They had that situation, that crazy situation where um, Montoya got hurt. Oh, no, Luongo got hurt. Then Montoya comes in. He gets hurt. And the goalie coach, right, Rob Tallis, had to dress, hadn't played in a game since 2000 or 2001. And then Luongo comes back into the game, even when he was in, you know, dress clothes. He comes back, dresses again, gets back into the game. So I think now they're trying to just have some type of public relations yeah, goalie. They, they gotta do yeah, Linda butt. Cohn was down there. I saw El Prez was down there yeah, lacing Prez. him up. El Prez said he shut people down, too. We'll be interested to see the video of that. Is, I want, is there going to be video? Yeah, I'm sure well, they I'm have sure, the video I'm sure, on Postal. I'm sure that handsome Hank guy was down there <laughs> videoing him. Yeah. And I know that... Well, I didn't know if the Panthers maybe would only let their... Would oh, only man, let, yeah, me, I, I didn't knows. know. I don't know. See, I don't really know what's going on. Well, I know the. Pan- I don't understand what's going on. The Panthers do whatever they can. But what to is get the? What fan. is going? But can you? Does anybody know the situation? I'm assuming. Like, I know they have people going down. Linda Cohn's down there, as we mentioned. El Prez. I'm sure some other people. But what's the? What's yeah, like, the result? Can you, what can like, you? Like what win? happens? What's the end result? They'll be like they'll have like Linda Cohn starting a game <laughs> against the Wings. No, I have no idea what that is. That's Florida Panthers to the T, like bringing in random people to try. I bet out you that was goalie. Jimmy Hayes while idea they're trying too. to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, Jimmy! Hayes, Jimmy was out there shooting. I saw yeah. him. He wouldn't miss. He wouldn't miss that. No. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Their backup goalie could be a a blogger or a sports woman sports center anchor. We have no idea. What do you think the league should do about? Because the GMs are going to talk about the goalies and maybe an in-house goalie, maybe. Just in case the two goalies get hurt and that in-house goalie would come down and dress just in case. I think you run into some crazy stuff because I do think, you know, you start to, now you start think you have to start thinking of gambling. Maybe they don't want to go there. <laughs> but that's the first thing I thought of. Well, what if you're somebody that put a big bet on or you could put a bet on the third period, call your bookie. You think you're going to go in for the third Right, you start letting in goals. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the in-house goalie. Yeah, I mean, I don't. How many times? Has exactly. Two, how many times has two goalies been hurt? Where, I mean, just forfeit if they both get hurt. Wasn't your night? Mm. Call some kid up for the next game. I just say, have the goalie coach go in. What's wrong hey, with so, that? So listen to this. So what? they have the Florida Panthers are holding tryouts. Sixty-five participants. Two, oh, there were 65, 65 goalies? 65 oh, people see, I was out. under the impression it was like five people. And if you notice, they had on ESPN. When I thought you had to get invited. No, oh. I think it was people who, who wanted to try out, oh, right? Oh, I thought you got invited. So after like a duration of the tryouts, they had two people that were selected for the final test. The two finalists will compete in a shootout-style challenge <laughs> that will take place during the first intermission <laughs> no. at the Panthers game on Mon- <laughs> against Montreal on Tuesday. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and then the- <laughs> and what, what, unbelievable. What, what, what do they win? So the lucky winner will have the opportunity to dress with the entire Panthers team and skate with them during an actual NHL practice. They'll also be featured in a video segment that will air during a full feature Panthers game, along with a few other goodies as well. So I don't, I don't think they That's win anything. Unbelievable. I think it's just a, all. Well, all we a need gimmick. that to be. No, you know what that get? needs to be Linda Cohn and El Prez. Yeah. Oh, they. They're gonna. That's got to be the finals. They're gonna I mean, win. If, they, if the Panthers it's not, they, they, would... they already picked the finals. Oh, they did. Two, two random. Oh, that's guys stupid. Then they that's probably stupid. had two guys they're that not are doing half right. decent, and they're gonna go to practice. One of them's get a snapshot off the collarbone. And the other guy's going to get one in the neck, and that's all we're going to hear. So I heard, sue the Panthers. <laughs> I heard it was uh, Florida Panthers alums that will do the, the shootout-style competition for the two finals yeah. goals. You know what? If the Panthers knew what they were doing, if they, if they wanted to go Vince McMahon on the NHL and they wanted to do things for publicity, they would have somehow made that finals to be Linda Cohn versus El Prez. Exactly. That's what they would have done. Exactly. Right? It's all about ratings. Because this whole thing was all about people paying attention to the Florida Panthers, wasn't it? This is not stuff that happens with original six teams no. in the NHL or Canada. Like, I hope it never happens. This is unbelievable. I will say, um, and this isn't a goalie competition, but buddy of mine, Joe Grossman, who played at... I, at I, Dartmouth. I ran into him recently who told me he practiced He with practiced the with the Vancouver Canucks. He's yeah. my goalie on Wednesday nights for, yeah. uh, down Southie. 
and all of a sudden he's practicing with the Vancouver Canucks. Um, great tender. Great opportunity, great opportunity for him yeah. right there. I mean, I don't know where it goes. Do you have to sign a one-day contract or something like that? No, not to practice. Not to practice. The, the guys who have had like uh, to come in and back a goalie up, um, they they sign like one-day. That's cool. That's cool, and you get the jersey. That's cool. You sit on a bench for a game, and you. I mean, the team prays to God the goalie doesn't get hurt. But <laughs> the, you know, the fact that you're sitting there, it's, I've seen that happen. Um, but practicing, you just go down there, and I'm sure Joe loved it. You yeah. Know, um, I wonder if he made some big saves. What did he say about it? Um, I, to be honest, I, I haven't talked because what happened was... I'd be talking shit to him. No, like the rink, the salty rink closed down. So we didn't even have... I, I, I haven't seen him since the rink closed. And the rink closed a week before he practiced with the Canucks. So I haven't actually talked to him about it. So he hasn't big-timed you? No. All right, good. I, I big-timed him. <laughs> no, I should have given him an... I should have brought him in. I should have brought him in studio. But, you know... <laughs> Hey, he would have been requesting it, money to come in. Yeah, I know. He would have wanted like 20 bucks or something new to help buy a new <laughs> stick. I don't know. But um, all right, so Ryan Whitney sitting here in studio. I, I won't talk hockey the entire time uh, because there's other stuff going on in the sports world. And the first thing that you saw when you walked into the studio was not the unbelievable fluorescent light that we have that says the Danny Picard show. I do love that. It, it is really great, do. right? And it's green. You, Green and yeah, it is St. Patty's Day. There we go. Um, you noticed the web page that I had pulled up my computer, which was Rory McIlroy PGA Tour EA Sports. Just slapping Tiger in the face. This this is huge news to me because this has always been the video game has always been Tiger Woods PGA Tour. It's always been Tiger Woods. You never called it PGA did, Tour. It didn't you want to play Tiger Woods? Yeah, you want to play Tiger Woods? Did it even say PGA Tour when it was Tiger Woods? I think it was just Tiger Woods Golf. I think as the years went on, they added it. Just oh, uh, see, I didn't. That's why I was like, well, one year it would they split the cover, I believe, but it was still called Tiger Woods. They yeah, were both yeah. on the cover. I mean, it was. It, I believe it's been no, go, the golf game to play. If you're a video game player, is Tiger Woods, and Rory just took a shit on Tiger, <laughs> and now, like, has control of the video game world in golf. Rory, like, it, it is McElroy. It is EA Sports. It is Rory McElroy PGA Tour. It's like, monster news. Like, forget the world ranking in golf. Like, once that happens, you're then now. Number one, like that is the changing of the guard, not the world rankings and the and the Rory winning the majors lately. It's like, I get the video game now, bro. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? When Tiger Woods drove into a fire hydrant or he backed into it like five miles an hour or whatever that situation was, and his wife beat him <laughs> his head in with a nine iron. I can remember one of my friends saying, "No, oh, he'll be fine. The world needs Tiger Woods." They said, "You're a fucking <laughs> idiot." Okay, this is not going to end well for him. And once you get the video game cover pulled from you, that's when that's when you know. That's when you know you're in trouble. He might retire That's now. When you, well, he might have already. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's he's backed out. He's out of the game. Yeah, he's, it's crazy. Um, I don't know what's wrong with it's him. It's actually like I, there, there will be the best 30 for 30 of all time someday on Tiger Woods. Like his whole life is so bizarre. Yeah. And at this point now, imagine like – imagine right now Crosby just – not like being bad at hockey and being like oh, yeah, I I can't play hockey. I don't I don't know how to play hockey right now. I'm yeah. done. I'm leaving for a couple months. I got to figure out how to play hockey again. It's crazy. That's how crazy golf is. Do you golf? I love golf. I I sh I'm not nearly as good as I should be for how much I play, but mm -hmm. I love it. Where's your course? Where's your go to? I play to? at Wallston. You play at Ronix? No, I've never been down to Ronix oh. course. I play at Wallston and Milton in Boston Golf uh, and Hingham, which is a good both great spots. No Ronix though, huh? No, Ronick, Ronick was right. complaining about his golf course the other night on TV with all the snow. Yeah, Ron That's what is it? is it? Is it Pembroke? I don't, I don't go. It's he, Pembroke. Ronick screwed me over in an interview before. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him then. Tough. Tough. He's on your shit he list tweet, now. And he tweeted me too. He tweeted me. He's like, sorry, bud. Uh, he chirped you? Uh, over, overslept or something. And then the next day, we scheduled it for the next day. Missed it again. I scheduled it through his people. And he missed it again. And then his, one of his people called me and the next day. I didn't even call me, email me, and then I had a call and said, what the fuck's going on? Like, I promote Jeremy Roenick on the show two days in a row, and you're making me look like an idiot. And uh, they said, <laughs> well, somebody, somebody close to JR or somebody in the media business said that um, you, you like to put guests on the spot when they're, when, they're, when they're on the show with you. And I said, all right, and so, so this is on the phone. So I said, well, you, you're going to have to tell me who said this. 
because that because now this person is trying they're, is, they're is sabotaging my they, career. Yes, this is my life. Here. Yeah, it's my livelihood. And and, and, and the the person I don't even know the. the guy's name who i was talking to but he was like oh one day you know we'll sit down and have a beer and i'll tell you who it is and i said there's gonna be no fucking beer yeah, with me and nerd. you okay i dumped the fucking beer over your head <laughs> ah, here we go um no but it's JR's people are gonna it so get it from stupid. you someday well you know what it was bullshit and, and if, bullshit. If, the, if the opposite thing happened to to him or in his career then he'd be pissed too um, but it was terrible, and I'm still trying to figure out who said that, and I can't wait to find out one day who it is, because guess what? There's going to be a fight. All right? Down south. There's going to be a fight. Down south. There's going to be a fight. <laughs> um, I wish I could give a phone number now for people to call in, because that's my go-to, you know, when I'm fired up on EEI, and I'm like, 617-779-7937. You know, the other, I was on over the weekend, and we did a lot of Patriots talk, and I want to get your take, because you're a big Patriots fan, and when we had you on when you were in Russia... We, you know, we went. On, uh, we talked about this big Super Bowl win, and we're all excited about the Patriots and how they have a chance to even do something more special by getting Belichick, Brady, their fifth ring. So over the weekend on EEI, I was on Saturday and Sunday. Um, you know, I, I did mention the Revis thing, and we talked about it, and people were calling in. I gave people the opportunity to change subjects to Celtics and Bruins, and people, people kept calling in about the Revis thing. So yeah. it's a big story. What did you think? When you heard that the Patriots were not going to bring Revis back, and did you think during the season that he would be back next year? Yeah, I, I, I kind of blame myself for not being as up on his whole contract situation during the season as as most fans were, because I feel like a lot of people knew when they when he came here that it could be just a one year deal when they looked at what they would have had to pay him, you know, this following year. So I didn't really have any clues what's going on, and then I hear like, oh, they got to resign him, and, and I was, you know. I was like, what the fuck? They're going to lose this guy? Like, this yeah. is, they just, they had, they tried going the offensive way for so long and it just never, you know, they'd win 10, 12 games, you know, win a playoff game, losing the AFC title or the Super Bowl. But they finally got the D back this year yeah. and they got the title back. And it just showed, like, and it was so nice being a fan to not watch them just get thrown on every third and nine first down and it was just such a different thing so then not, to not bring him back it's the same type thing with boy chuck on a much bigger scale they got this window they got brady for like two more years probably right two or three more years i think i would i would say at three the, three at them i mean I, i'm trying to picture you know, and, three years. man you don't know how that's gonna end either that's no. gonna, it, that, oh, that, that's, that's, that's gonna, gonna be get crazy. interesting that's gonna be crazy if he ends up getting cut someday that and it, it'll probably happen like it is <laughs> honest to god tom <laughs> yeah. fucking brady but um, and you know what? Well, and, and you know there'll be a whole group of people that and Bill we trust. And, I, I, well, and, and, that's the thing. Like, how do you people who say it? You can't even dog them. I mean, look, I'm I'm in, I'm one of the biggest in Bill we trust guys. And even this, I, even off. when they traded Mankins, I said don't worry about it. I go Belichick. You know they obviously know what they have in Brian Stork. And what happened? Brian Stork came in. You know what? Week five, week six solidified that center spot, moved the guards to their right position, solidified the offensive line. They were fine without Logan Mankins. They won a Super Bowl without him. I was in Bill We Trust. I've been one of the more positive Patriots people in this town for a long, long time. And none of the previous moves had really made me um, ups that upset with Bill Belichick. But this one, as you mentioned, Wit, was fuck. Like, you had that defense. And, and you didn't just go get Revis. You got Brandon Browner, and and I you know. can't tell me that they didn't think those guys are valuable, because you went out and you got Talib, and then when you lost him, you made you wasted no time getting Revis, and you also brought in Browner when you knew he was going to be suspended the first four games of the season. So I just would have liked to have seen them. Maybe there's more. Maybe there's more coming. Like, I gotta think there's more. There's no way they can go into the, go into it with Butler and. Um... Arrington or Logan Ryan. And Logan Ryan as their two. Yeah, no. I mean, unless, like, this, the, the, this would be the biggest legendary Belichick thing is if they just saw Butler all year in practice. Like, no, this kid is a stud. But, I mean, realistically, is that is that going to happen this quick? I mean, I know he was, Brady said he was picking them off all year in practice. Mm. But, I mean, they had, they had Revis. They had the AFC favorite thing going again. Oh. Now it's like. They're, I think they'll win their division, but the I think division, they will too. The I think they will just too. Got way better. I think they'll win the division. Division did just get get way better, and some people are calling for the Patriots now to stack, you know, their 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 front seven, 
and to really be a team that attacks the quarterback. And a name that's been out there, which I think is ludicrous, is Greg Hardy. Which is he, just it's a, not going to happen. Straight up, and if it does happen, I'll be bullshit. Thug. Don't do not. I mean, you know, there's there's sto- not <laughs> domestic violence is not right, but there's stories of domestic violence, and then there's the Greg Hardy story. Yeah, which is which not is... only do- domestic violence, but then on top of that, throwing her onto a bed full of guns. Oh yeah, that's and slamming uh... <laughs> her head, slamming her head off the toilet seat, like, and like you I... can't bring this guy into your organization. Let somebody else do it. I don't think they will. I mean, they, I they're coming. So. They're coming off uh, one of their best players on a on a murder trial, and yeah. then having another murder trial a little later. So, I think the the Greg Hardy thing won't happen. No, offensively, Stevie mm. Johnson is a player they're apparently interested Anybody in. But he left. He left without signing yesterday. Yeah, but he's not. He didn't sign right as of this show. I believe it's narrowed down to San Diego and the Patriots. Um, but Reggie, I mean, yeah. What did you think about Reggie Bush? Did you want them to bring I wanted, Reggie? Yeah, I did. I want only because, you know, you, you lose Vereen, and I thought he was the type, Reggie Bush is the type of guy, while there are injury concerns there, he's certainly the type of guy that can catch passes out of the backfield and is a dynamic player, an athletic player, an athletic freak at times. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I absolutely wanted to see Reggie Bush. He's an exciting player, and, and he, he really, you know, filled the need that they have when they lose Vereen. But look, he's gone. I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't think it's the end of the world if they don't bring if they don't bring Stevie Johnson in here either. Like and sign him. I don't no. think that's the end of the world. I, I think, think the offense off, is yeah. good enough. It's just that the D like want him. That it's like D wins D wins titles. It's such a cliche, but and they had it. They had that lockdown, shutdown corner. And I mean, it's so interesting to see. I don't know what's gonna happen. The, I mean, give give Revis credit. He played the system. He worked the system over. Yeah. He's the best ever at, at playing this, the NFL system, making the most money he can. So it's almost like he used the Pats a little bit uh, to get that ring, and maybe Belichick was using him a little bit too, knowing that he wouldn't be back. Uh, well, uh, I mean, but here's the de- here's the deal: he gets thirty nine guaranteed million, which I thought would have, which I thought thirty. If you told me before, thirty nine million guaranteed, so, I'd be like, he's gonna be on the Pats. They'll pay that. Yeah. You know, I thought it might be I so too. 50 guaranteed when you're thinking, all right, they're going to be no. out of it. No, and, and his, the report is that the Patriots never offered more than 30. So yeah. that, to me, is not even really trying to keep him. Yeah. And I have a problem with that. Yeah, the fake, the fake try. And people say, well, he was going to the Jets anyways, because now Revis is coming out saying, well, I wanted to come home. I wanted to come home in New York. And I'm thinking to myself, well, he signed with the Jets. He's coming from the rival Patriots. He already was with the rival Jets. He won a Super Bowl with the rival Patriots. Going back home, what else do you expect him to say? Yeah. You know, I don't expect him to say, you know what, I would have signed with the Patriots if they offered me more money. He's not going to say that. He don't give a shit. But do you think that he just was going to New York, or do you think if the Patriots offered 45? See, I, I think now now that it happened, I think he was going to New York. I think he loved New York. See, I you think, can't convince me that that was going to happen. Dude, I think if you look at his cousins, his, his entourage cousin buddy there's tweets, yeah. come back to New York. He loves, dude. I mean, yeah. when you're looking, you you want a Super Bowl title. You want as much money as you can. He knows he's gonna get it from New York, and you're living in like Franklin or Manhattan. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> think about it. Like, oh, let's go down to uh, Route One and hop on uh, the Auto Mile, or we should go down to Manhattan and I'll buy a Ferrari. Like, I mean. <laughs> I, I just think he, was, I I, he loves the Jets. He I, lo- I, he, there's there's team. There's I get squad. What, I get what you're saying there, but you can still. I mean, this is an off season. You can you can take part. Yeah, in. I know, I know. Um, I just I think that he's a guy that's going for the money. Now, for all we know, the Jets were always going to offer more than the Patriots. If the Patriots said 45, the Jets would have said 50. I think they would. I think they would have. Maybe they would have. But I think if the Patriots offered 45 just and the, the Jets yeah. didn't, they said, "Ah, we're not going to do it." Then we're going to see how much he wants to stay in New York. I don't think Revis was going to say, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take uh, four or five less mil guaranteed. I think he was going for the money. Yeah, yeah, I but. agree. I mean, it is weird, though, to go to a team that you know is, it's the Jets. Who's their QB? Geno Smith? Uh, like, Yeah, I mean, they might as well see what, what Tebow's doing. Tebow, <laughs> Tebow practiced with the Eagles yesterday. That's a sick they're not going to sign him. They're not going to sign him right now, but he did practice. How is he still like you know around? Like, well, you know why? Because I I believe that 
He's somebody that that God's watching over. Won a won, <laughs> won a playoff game <laughs> against the Steelers, throwing three hundred yards, and then they lost to the Patriots. Well, but, he threw an eighty-yard winning oh, overtime, overtime touch, but it was like a seven-yard pass. Yeah, but you know what? Slant. It was on the money. Oh, that was. <laughs> it I remember was watching, on the money. Remember watching that game and then just knowing the Pats were going to. I was fucking them. T-bowing in my living room. <laughs> I was T-bowing everywhere. Just doing the T-ball, T-bowing. I think I took the Broncos that game. I was probably T-bowing too, and Ed- yeah. I was in Edmonton. If you weren't T-bowing, you weren't doing it right. No, that's the bottom line. No. Uh, so T-ball worked out with the Eagles. The NF, the big NFL story today, is that people believe the league is now in in jeopardy because one rookie linebacker has retired. Uh, San Francisco 49ers linebacker Chris Borland, one of the NFL's top rookies this past season, he tells outside the lines. Uh, yesterday that he is retiring because of concerns about the long-term effects of his repetitive head trauma. Now, I don't want, I'm not going to sit here and make a joke about head, in, head injuries, concussions, head trauma. I'm not going to do it. But here's what I will say. This idea that the NFL, because of this one situation, is going to turn into this league where guys are retiring at an early age all the time. We see Patrick Willis retiring. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the league is coming to an end. Because that's what you're hearing some people say. But that's, that's not going to happen, okay? This is, uh, and again, I don't want to make a joke out of head injuries, but do you agree with that this is not going to be a league? Like, like, this is obviously a concern for the league, but it has been for a long time when guys do retire and after their careers, how the league, you know, handles former players and head injuries where do you where do you see the league going when you see a story like this with a rookie linebacker retiring into his second season because of uh, repetitive head trauma? I think that one, the league is not going anywhere. This was like the worst season in the world for the NFL, and they still made billions of dollars. The league is fine. At the same time, I kind of like love see I love seeing this out of this kid because. I, I do think that sport is almost scary. Like the, some of these guys, I mean, they're, they're going to be answering the, the door when the telephone rings in 20 years, when they're sitting at home. It's like scary to think how much damage these guys are doing to their heads with the <clears throat> concussions. And like he said, repetitively over and over hitting, hitting each other. But it's not, it's not going to affect the league in the future because he's the type of guy who has stuff to, you know, he, he's a, he seems like he's a well-spoken, smart guy mm-hmm. who I think knows he has stuff to fall back on. But you give me a lot of the guys playing in the NFL, and they need the NFL. You know, they need yeah. the NFL more than the NFL needs them in a way. They know that when that's their, their time to make money, um, what else are they going to be doing for work? Um, they, a lot of them didn't finish college, and – the, they would. I mean, I remember a quote last year. I wish I remember who said it. That he's a guy, a guy currently playing said, "I'd rather die at fifty and play in the NFL than, than never play at all and live to be seventy-five or eighty. So these guys, they love football. They're making as much money. They're making more money playing football than they could do anything else at their age. And it's not going to be a thing where guys, all stars, are retiring at twenty-four years old. But when it does happen. It's like you can totally agree with it. Yeah, so, I'm not knocking. I'm yeah. not knocking the kid. I, you know, good, but the league ain't going great, anywhere. No, but that's what I'm saying. No, you know, good for you for making the decision. If you feel like you know you're concerned enough about this and your career and your not just your career, your life, right? Good, you know, good, good for you for making that decision because a lot of guys, like you said, they might not make it um, for themselves. You know, maybe they get to a point where really, you know, somebody else has to make it for them because they can't even. They can't even function correctly to make it. So uh, good for him for making it, but I don't think the league is going anywhere. I don't think this is going to be some type of trend all of a sudden. And for the reasons that you just mentioned, I think there's a lot of players who obviously the risk is known when you get into football. Isn't it pro- any professional sport, really? Yeah. I mean, look, we've seen head in- Mark Savard with the, the Bruins. Granted, it was a dirty, dirty hit, but, I mean, Mark Savard isn't ever going to skate again. No. Nope. You know? Nope. And, and that's the That's the thing. I mean, y- Every single guy playing pro sports, playing college sports, knows. I mean, you're you're at risk to have a career-ending injury at any point in time, and that's why. And that's the whole reason why people who who complain and bitch about guys who try to make as much money as they can and hold out and sign with teams for the most money. Well, man, they got a couple years. They got a short, small window to make money for their entire yeah. lives. So. And they know that, that it could be over in an instant. So for, for people to judge that, 
um, guys are looking for more money is, is ridiculous. But for people to say, what an idiot this guy is for retiring, is just, no, as, stu- I don't, I, just as stupid. I don't think you'll see. People have been, have, I've been reading on Twitter people saying, oh, this guy's going to. He's going to be thinking in 20 years, I could have made millions. And Well, no, he's going to be thinking in 20 years. That's yeah. the biggest thing mm-hmm. here. So um, it's good for him and, and the, league, the league. The league could care less. They're probably saying, oh, good luck. <laughs> we'll bring, we're, no, one, no one's going to stop. Guys aren't going to stop coming to the play in the NFL and doing whatever they can to play in the NFL. Yeah, and you mentioned money. Get your money. I say that all the time. Especially with you Re- got to. Especially with Revis. You know, if, if you're a guy that wanted to go for the money, go for the money. I'm not, I'm not going to criticize a player for wanting to get as much money as he possibly can, especially in a league like the NFL. And back when I mentioned Savad, I'm not trying to compare Savad with this rookie linebacker or any head injury in the NFL um, or a guy who wants to, you know, call it quits early on uh, to save himself, you know, really um, the fact that, hey, after football, I want to be able to live a normal life. I'm not comparing Savad with that because obviously it's a different situation. Savad was uh, the product of a a very bad dirty illegal hit yeah not normal stuff no it wasn't really a normal thing but i was trying to get into that's a risk you know taking a head injury is a risk when you get into sports a contact sport much like football hockey is similar but football is where we see most of these uh very serious head injuries but i'm not going to knock the kid and i think but i also think that the league is not going anywhere i don't know i don't sit here and say this will be a trend. I mentioned Patrick Willis. I believe Patrick Willis at 29, 30 years old, I don't think he called the quits because of head. I think he said there was a lot of foot stuff going on with him. And, and he I, had a bad foot and, injury. And he done, A I lot mean, of injuries. Hand, he, foot. He had a lot of injuries and he's made some money and he's had a pretty, he's had a hell of a career. It's mm-hmm. not, he's a little different. Like he's, you know, he's a, he's an early retirement. He's not a one year and done type guy. No. Like he did it. He battled and he's probably going to have some issues later in life. I mean, if, if your feet and knees and hand are hurting at 30, I mean, imagine at 60. I worry about that with my feet. But Patrick Willis is a, is a guy who, who almost kind of, you say, all right, man, you, you know, you deserve it. Jesus, you've, yeah. done, you've done it all. This young guy, though, it's definitely making a statement. It's crazy to yeah, see. Yeah, he but... is. He is. I just I don't think that, you know, some people fear that this is going to be some type of trend. And the NFL is, no. is I, I, don't, I don't think the league's going no. anywhere. So. Uh, but to clarify, as I as we talked about Stevie Johnson, he has signed with the San Diego Chargers. Oh. So uh, he's gone. But that's that's fine. I I, I we just I'm you fine said with beforehand it. you didn't need him. You I didn't don't know. I'm fine with it. I don't think they need him. But Ch- Stevie Johnson is going to the Chargers. So uh, it's just weird that like are the are people choosing you know not to play for the the world champion Patriots? Like I, I mean is that is that a choice where he's like I'd much rather play for San Diego? I don't know. See, I, he signed I a three-year contract with San Diego. Sources confirmed to ESPN. So I don't know. Maybe the Patriots. See, I think the only reason the Patriots brought Stevie Johnson in is because they could. They thought they could get him on the cheap. Maybe they thought they could get him on a one-year deal. Yeah, and yeah, possibly right. a two-year deal. And I think that's the only reason they were talking to him. They would never talk to Stevie Johnson if he was coming off a monster season. I know he was in San Francisco last year, but. If he was coming off, let's say he didn't do that and he was coming off a monster season with the Bills, I just don't think the Patriots would even have him in. I don't. I think they thought they could get him on the cheap um, because obviously if they wanted to spend money, I know who I would like them to try and spend money on, Darrell Rivas. And by the (laughs) looks of it, they didn't even try. And even on top of that, why you don't bring Browner in after the fact just is mind-boggling to me because this idea that – in mid to late March, we're going to sit here and say Patriots are going to play a cover two, cover two defense all year. Is it's just a it's an insane theory right now. After seeing this year, you can't picture it. Right Based now. on what you saw this yeah. past season, I mean, if you tell me that Browner can't help you next year, that that doesn't make sense to me. Of no. course he can. So no. I just don't get that. Vince Wilfork also gone, going it's to the crazy. Houston Texans. It's the, it's it's. It's such a business. It's you root for laundry. You don't really root for certain guys. You root for a jersey, and uh, the Patriots are one team that just they win and they don't care. When you when when you have kind of gone, when you when you're making more money than they think you're worth, they're saying goodbye to you. Yeah, doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. So there you have it. That's the Patriots news for the day. Um, we sit here with our brackets in front of us. Yes. And um, you so, know, so it, does American. it wait? Does it? How American is it to fill out a bracket? Wait, does it piss you off that when a girl wins? That we're, we're, well, that 
Uh, does it piss you off that, you know, we're sitting here with basketball, college brackets? I know we don't have the Frozen Four brackets yet. They're not made yet because the Hockey East's, what, semifinals uh, this yep. weekend? League, league championships this weekend. Yeah, BU is playing, and they are playing, um, the let's Wild see here, Cats. on Friday night. 8 o'clock against UNH in the hockey semifinal. The winner of that plays the winner of Vermont. NBC and Sports UMass Network Lowell. on TV. Mm-hmm. NBC Sports Network. Um, does, it, does it piss you off that the basketball tournament gets more recognition than the um, hockey? It, it pisses me off, but it's, it's one of those. Com- Nothing you com- can do about com- it. I completely understand yeah. this piss-off things. I, I will say, like, I don't even really like basketball that much. Um, I like college basketball a lot more than the NBA but but having said all that, I love the tourney. The tourney, like you could sit, you sit around Thursday, Friday, and from noon to 11 p.m. when those West Coast games end, you're looking at buzzer beaters, good-looking cheerleaders, <laughs> great fan bases, coaches going crazy. It's it's definitely one of my favorite sporting events. The tourney, I love it. I love it. Oh my god, I I like LSU's <laughs> colors, yellow yeah. and purple. The girl Let's in go. The all- yeah, the girl in the off the girl in the office picks <laughs> Oklahoma State because she met a guy in Vegas who was a <laughs> Cowboys fan from Oklahoma State. And Those are the ones that'll it. win it. Yeah, they yeah. won't pick Kentucky. I like. The I, name I'm going to pick Kentucky. Gonzaga. I'm <laughs> picking them. Uh, I'm. I mean, I'm going with Kentucky. I don't think anyone's going to beat them. I think they got. They might have. If the bracket goes the way where they have to face Maryland or perhaps maybe even a Kansas Notre Dame, I think. They might get their biggest tests, but at the same time, I still am not going to put my money on one of those teams beating Kentucky. I just won't. No, I mean, it would be stupid to. They're 34-0, and but uh, it's it's just so hard. I think it was, was it 78 when Indiana went undefeated? Can you look that up quick uh, on let's that? Let's get our stack can guy. We, can Producer we get, Pete, you want to look that stack up? Fire it up. I didn't know Whitney was going to be get, coming in here. Can wow, we get stack guy? Uh, uh, tell me about, about the 1978 Indiana Hoosiers. What is it? Okay, so what is it? 40 years, say, since someone undefeated. And you're telling me no, they're going to do it. I don't know. I just, uh-huh. I would, I, I would. Why are you Googling? <laughs> why are you Googling? I would bet I would take the field if I could. I know you can't do that. You got to pick like the top 10 teams. I mean, we'll let you take the field. You want to do it? Well, take the field. I'll take Kentucky. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I mean, I, I'm pretty confident in my pick. I mean, they, why wouldn't you be? Well, we got a player from Kansas coming on um, Thursday. I, I won't give away who, but we got a, a player from Kansas coming on the show Thursday. So maybe, uh, hopefully, he doesn't listen to me say that uh, beforehand. But I'm picking Kentucky. 75-76, Indiana Hoosiers. 75. 40 years. Wait, 85, 95, 1,000. All right, uh, get the calculator out. I do it with my fingers <laughs> here. Uh, 96, 90. No, so You're coming years. right from the Erie Pub? You got the green beads around green, your neck, yeah, man. Erie Pub Best right up the street. The Best day of the year. Should we go? Should we go to Erie Pub We should have done this from there. We should have went to the Erie Pub and we, broadcast today. Yeah, exactly. I have the remote equipment. Man, we dropped the ball on that one, huh? I know, but someone would have been snapping when we talked about the Pats. and That would have got sloppy. Yeah, that would have got real sloppy. Eh, you never know. I don't want to be like I mean, look, dropping got... green beer and like ruining uh, these you, beats you, you by ju- Dre. You just spilt your Bud Light all over my foot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We're not drinking. We're not drinking in there. We're not. We're not. No, Swear it's too God. early. It's too early. God. It's not early. It's early in the morning. No, you know, we would not. Not on St. Patrick's not, Day. Not on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. Give me a little St. Patrick's Day music. This here. is just a coffee cup. Yeah. Let me get Pete. Pull up a pull up a little uh, Wild Rove. I love how we opened. With that that, song op- today. that open was great. I was like yeah. kind of moving, moving back and forth a little bit. Yeah. I can't wait to just go have a beer after this. I know. Oh, it's eleven thirty. No, in a couple hours. I mean, <laughs> ah, there it is. Keep it going. What a day! What a day! Robert Kraft actually spoke at the St. Patty's Day breakfast the other day, and he gave a couple jokes. Darrell Rebus. He said he had a po- parking spot saver with his ah. Uh, Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> yeah, he was real fucking funny. I didn't know he was going to be there, but I didn't participate. Did he have some? Uh, did he have some cool shoes on, like his sick oh, Nike Air Maxes? He, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he had. I'm sure he had some. You sick... know, you're a boss when you get like your own diamond encrusted Nike yeah. shoes made for you. They could have been Celtics, Celtics related. I would think. He, def- he definitely had green and white. Air Force Ones on or something like that. He yeah, must for sure. For sure. You watch did. the Celtics? 
No, I you know. I know you are a Celtics guy. Yeah. I mean, hearing that you watch big time basketball I do. a lot. I watch. I love me. Western Conference basketball. I love it. I, I I just I don't know what to say. I, it's, it's I don't know. What no to say. name ever, no more. Let's just listen. Well, I play the wild rover. He's standing up. He's standing no, up. No never, no more. Cars driving by. They don't know what the fuck's going on in there. We should be on the Erie Pub. That's what we should be. I'm pissed. Scratch the show. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> the next oh, one we wouldn't remember. Oh man. All right, wit. This has been great. Uh, what listen, a studio. Listen, I hope that we can get you in. And I know we're going to try to do this regularly, but we don't have to do it in studio regularly. We'll get you over the phone. Studio's you know. fun. Studio's but we'll fun. get you in whenever you want to come in. Yeah. You know? We got we, we we to talk, talk to Bucci. Bucci Grass, Bucci Grass for, for uh, Frozen Four Frozen in Boston. In Boston. That's Hey, let's BU. get on it now. We got to do a remote broadcast. Yeah, yeah, at like North Star maybe. North Star? North Star's fine. Let's do that. Yeah. Connor, North Star, uh, French Street, Boston, Mass. Bah. That's where we'll go. We got some good friends over there. We got there. some good friends in North Star. We got some good North friends Star. in North Star. We got BU's going to probably be raising the trophy. Ah. Oh, what a day. Oh, what a night that would be. I, can, I, can I come on that day maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's no filter here. There's no filter. There's going to be just screaming yelling about Jack Eichel. <laughs> and the BU Terriers. You got Ikes in there. Is that what they call them? They call I them Ikes? I don't know what they call them. I don't know. I don't know what they call them. But thank you. But thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming in. I don't think, if there's anything you want to get off your chest right now, this is the time to do it. No, I'm pretty happy right, right now, man. I'm, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying that it could be, a, look, it could be a happy thought. Yeah. I mean, just, just very rare. Just, just, being, just mean, being home from Russia on St. Patrick's Day in the U.S. in Boston, I'm, I'm as happy as a clam. Come, you coming to Lincoln tonight? Come to Lincoln in Southie. Is that the right saying, happy as a clam? Happy as a clam. Well, if it isn't, you just made it up, and it Done. sounds good to me. Yeah, so link, Lincoln tonight. We're Lincoln just tonight. chucking out. We're just chucking free, out spots Are you for kidding people. me? Do you know what they free call me? Advertising. Danny, Danny Free Reads. <laughs> Fucking Danny Free Reads. He'll give you a read, and I'll have to pay double when I go there. But, I'm the only person that gives a read and then has to pay, give, like, you know, they say, hey, tips and Tip was included, and then they they put their hand out and still ask for more, like you're in Montreal. Yeah, but you give you yeah, give in Montreal. Free reads. They like ask you for a tip. You give free reads, but then you put people on the on the hot spot. That's why Jr. Told you, <laughs> Jr. told you to suck it. Yeah, I can't believe. I, I know I never told that story before. That's yeah. me. That that's that's you. I like couldn't. and and like as being in the studio, seeing you. For people who are listening, there was like a vein that popped up. Your face <laughs> got red. Like that was a long time coming, bro. It was. I, I'm glad I was here for well, it. Well, that though. pissed me off because it ruined my show and it makes me look like a liar when I'm promoting. And it's your livelihood. Don't be calling out your livelihood. No. There'll be a fight. I find out who was <sighs> talking shit like that. All right, Wit. Uh, thanks a lot again. Thank you, uh, bud. Wrapping up the show here. Five days a week. DannyPicard.com. Follow me on Twitter. Make sure you tw- get the link on my Twitter page in which I send out. The link, I'm going to keep saying the link. I send out the link to our brackets, the Danny Picard Show bracket on Yahoo Sports. You can win a $100 gift card to Beantown Athletics here in Boston. So if you win, you get a $100 gift card. Sign in, log in. No no password required, I don't think. It's open to the public. Fill out a bracket. Win $100. Talk to you tomorrow.